0: So, you know, it's Christmas or a birthday and you can't really think of a present to get. In desperation, you opt for a foot spa. But is the present ever used? Is it ever taken out of the box? And by extension, how many electrical items do we buy that end up collecting dust? In the course of treatment for his own hoarding problem, Henry McKean's therapist suggested he do a report on it.
2: Afternoon, Henry. (laughs) Sean, yeah. yeah, no, I do have an issue with hoarding. I do. And it was actually, it was Viz. It was Viz Magazine that got me thinking about this. And uh, somebody wrote to Viz, uh, the old comic, and said, save time, money, and effort when buying a bread maker by writing bread maker on a, a cardboard box, leaving it on your worktop and buying a white slice loaf from the shop instead. And it's true. We've got all these products in our kitchens and our cupboards and our presses. and We're hugely wasteful and we don't even know why we have them. And according to We, Ireland... Uh, Last year, we threw out 127,000 fridges and 200,000 TVs. Some of them are very new looking, but I don't have the figures on bread makers because people kept them. They can't get rid of their bread makers. They want to keep them and they're not really using them. No, they're not using them. I have one in the shed. you have one? Yeah. I I mean, I tried using
0: it. Well, I tried using it a few times and then this kind of misshapen thing out of a horror film comes out of it. And then you go, ah, I'm doing it wrong and I don't really have the headspace to kind of put all the work and what did it taste f- like no it tasted disgusting no somebody had somebody had sold me on the idea that mm. you set it overnight and you get this yes the waft of freshly baked mm. bread wakes you up in the morning but it just never happened
2: so what sort of smell was it
0: I ate <laughs> It's kind
2: of more antiseptic.
0: <laughs> right. oh, wow. Anything like else. a hospital.
2: <laughs> yes. but, 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 uh, but, yeah, I got to meet Stuart Smith. He's a declutterer at Malahide Estuary Recycle Centre in Dublin. His van was full of stuff, and he has a sledgehammer to smash it up even further so we can get more stuff in. I asked him why we can't get rid of stuff.
3: It's fads. It's, at the moment, it's uh, the, the ninja um, the air, air fryers. Fry. But it was casserole makers and God knows what over the years. So they get them, they pay their 70 or 80 quid, they use them three times, bread makers. I've got an ice cream maker in my cupboard. Ice cream maker? I'd love and one of them. I, well, my wife looked at me when I, she realised what went into making ice cream and that soon discontinued along with my waistline expansion. So it's sugar and eggs, isn't it? Sugar and eggs, pretty much sugar, eggs and cream. There you go. And, you know, it's, everything is bad for you. It's, it's a one-way trip to Diabetesville. And the same thing with all the the casseroles and slow cookers, all that nonsense. And you never use it. Why not get rid? Why'd you keep it? You never know when you might need it, though. Have you never thought of that? When I might need ice cream? God, we might have 23 degrees. Let's make an absolute tonne of ice cream. Let's do it now, immediately. Or not, is the case, maybe. Or uh, will I start my sourdough um, starter kit now and the yeast will go on and I'll, I'll be a sourdough artisan bread maker for the rest of my life. So, so you
2: are a, a declutterer. Uh, you're actually clearing out a place at the moment. Yes. At times it must be very overwhelming. And do you ever think, hang on, how did this person manage to accumulate so much stuff.
3: 100%. I think it's quite sad. You, you have to get over the, this is a life you're destroying. You know, you're you're taking away an entire person's life. And when I first started doing it, I found it quite hard mentally to, you know, take away things of photos and stuff that people just didn't want. And from that point of view, you get over it real quick. And but most of it is stuff like bread makers, casserole tins, old furniture, you know, Chairs and tables that nobody wants and that they don't want to put in their car and stick it in the back of my van with my sledgehammer. And you know, there we go. There it is. There. And you smash everything up with that. Well, it, it makes it less expensive for them because if it's, you know, if it's not flat packed by my sledgehammer, then it it takes up more than two or three vans and it's expensive. So I, you know, we charge them what they charge me.
0: Right. OK, that was uh, uh, Stuart Smith there, uh, who, by his own admission, has a bit of a problem. Horton thinks he still has the ice cream maker. Yeah, no, he,
2: he, does, he does, but makes a living out of helping other people. Get rid of them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's it, like the mm. bread maker has gone out of our house, but we still have the slow cooker.
2: You have a slow cooker, yeah, which has been used half a dozen times. I maybe. mean, was that a leftover from lockdown or before? I, I can't even
0: remember where we, when we got it. Uh, it's probably yeah. before that, actually. But, but it then,
2: hasn't made it to the garage. It's nearly
0: gone. Hasn't made? It, no, it's no, on top of a shelf no? now. Okay. it's nice and shiny. It looks nice up there, but uh, uh, it's not doing anybody any harm. Yeah, and but you just about, Can't get rid. You just no. Well, you it. see, yeah, it's that kind of sense that. I should figure out how to mm. use it properly yeah. so as you come home the dinner's
2: cooked it's, you know uh, Yeah, no, it's a lovely idea It's but a lovely there's, idea There's the guilt of actually saying you know, this isn't working it's got to go um, and that, that Japanese lady believe it or not uh, Mary Kondo, Kondo. She, She's actually given up on, um, on No, this. she's a slob
0: now uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, she is so She's got her <laughs> in it's <in> wet pants
2: <laughs> So this is great it doesn't for shower or anything <laughs> If she's given up we've all given up But uh, I did get to meet um, the public and there was one lad dropping off a whole load of Henry Hoovers or I should call them uh, Hoover, I think, is a brand. Uh, Henry, vacuum cleaners, uh, and motors, you name it. And we did actually come across an old uh, Liverpool-branded Nokia red mobile phone.
3: Maybe you do a spring clean every year and you come across these things and you say, that's where it was. So off it goes. You know yourself, um, the Liverpool one can stand there, for all I'm concerned. It was asked to take it back out. <laughs> My personal theory is that
0: people have what they call future me one day i will be that person that makes bread even though you know in your heart of heart you are never going to be making bread so when you go buy that stuff it's the best of intentions and
3: then maybe you're just not that person and then it sits in the cupboard and then when it comes down to throwing things out you think yeah i'll get back i'll be that person that makes bread
2: so i think that's that i think that's the reason so we've got lots of laptops here and also lots of hard drives and i understand there's a little bit of gold in all of them and if you break into them and take out the gold it could be worth hundreds and hundreds of euro so a man has just delivered a footspa it looks like it's brand new still in the box it's probably been sitting in his um garage for perhaps two or three years oh it's nice so what are you dropping off here?
4: I'm dropping it off, um, it's an old kitchen scales, it's electronic. It doesn't really suit the purpose. So how long was that sitting around
2: the house for? <laughs> six months. <laughs> so six months and you have finally decided to get yeah, rid of it. spring
4: cleaning. <laughs> so you
2: are spring cleaning.
4: Yeah, so and I trying. have two old um, speakers that I did try to, um, I priced up on the internet how to get them fixed and everything, but it's not worth it. I thought it was cheaper to buy new speakers than... And so how long were they second. in cupboards for? Oh, a long time now, so...
0: The older-fashioned mentality of just... it will have, Everything will have a
1: purpose again.
3: I just bought a, a slow cooker. I thought it would be a good idea. It seems that I live on my own. And uh, I never got around to using. So it just
2: sits in the press? Yes. And it's brand new? Brand new. How many years has
3: it been there? Three years. Will it ever get used? Yes, but you just don't know when. Sometimes, shirky.
4: I think it was my father that actually did it, but I think it's from from memories of leaner times.
0: Yeah. That was just Henry interviewing me, putting on a little of different accents, <laughs> uh, I think, from the side of it. it no, your man about the future self is absolutely right. People do think that mm. way, but your woman who was talking about the speakers... Yes. ...and it was cheaper to buy new ones and get them fixed. It's That's sad. an awful shame, isn't it's, it?
2: It's so true. And we actually, we have a hi-fi, uh, an old stereo at the hi-fi hospital and they're fixing it up for us. And oh, are they? Yeah, Daniel it. at the hi
0: They're brilliant.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I think it makes all the difference because it's got sentimental value. And and, you know, and again, it's back to the hoarding. You can't quite throw out, so let's try and get stuff fixed. But it's so ex- Well, expensive. obviously, these guys are very good and very yeah. competitive. But in general, it's quite expensive it, to get well, stuff
0: no, fixed. Well, no, he's in the hi-fi hospital um, and yeah. they're in Kells. Uh, yeah. um, I had an old wireless. Mm. Uh, that when originally when I had it, it did work. But like they're valve wirelesses. Wow! And uh, so he. Like was keep me updated with like he had to go to actually he went to Russia to see can he could get them because they really? make them so, in so Russia like rebuilt he, it really. he, he essentially but because wow. the, the tubes are hard to get so uh, he was scouting all over Europe
4: before so he, like before r- he got a it.
2: proper restoration and I, yeah. I think that's fantastic because mm. it obviously means something to you and you're and saving the environment and you're creating employment I I just think it's absolutely uh, wonderful but the thing is like spending time at this recycle um, center the stuff that people drop off I mean we've heard about these new TVs anything like if fuse is gone. we get a brand new TV. People are also dropping off uh, electrical adult toys they've been handed in. Um, here is Lorcan Byrne uh, and I asked him about all the different stuff that people drop off, including lots of new TVs.
3: It's probably to do with the cost of getting it fixed. It could be a small thing that's broken and the cost of getting it fixed doesn't warrant and they think it's a year old I'll have a new telly anyway. Are we wasteful
2: when it comes to electronics, when it comes to household goods? We've got sandwich makers here, uh, we've got fat fryers. Oh this is a well this is a nice coffee machine here. It's a Magi mix. That looks new. And there's an Xbox as well. Perhaps they just didn't want it anymore. So much stuff.
4: I'm Andrew Plant. I'm the manager of Estuary Recycling Centre. We're in the electronics storage area today and we have all sorts of stuff here. You name it, it's in here. You've got a karcher there, you've got stereos. A thousand clocks hanging in here.
2: And a lot of and these they're clocks, all
4: right twice a day. <laughs> uh, they seem
2: to, to work. Are you better off spinning stuff like this? Or can you understand why people would leave stuff in their cupboard forever and never use it?
4: I think, myself, it's because we're a throwaway society now. Consumer goods are so have been so cheap and readily available some of the stuff is so shiny some of the new. stuff the biggest thing I see coming in here Dyson Hoovers Dyson Hoovers and both the cordless and the corded and you could come in here and there could be ten of them in a bin they're very expensive and most of the time they're just clogged up because people have sucked up ashes and dust and you know don't clean the filters out you've come across products that have never been used
3: yeah uh, we had a welders and things in and the plugs wouldn't even be
4: fitted onto them I remember growing up uh, the telly broke at home. This has gone back to early 70s. Father loaded it up, brought it to the local TV repairman. Two days later, it appeared back and it continued to go for another 10 years. It was fixable. Why don't we fix stuff anymore? Because I honestly think it's too cheap to replace. It's
0: too much consumer goods. True forum. Uh, the well-named Andrew Plant there uh, from the Malhide Estuary uh, Recycling Centre. You, uh, like, skipped through this. Mm. Adult
2: toys? Yes, I mean... Yeah, people do hand them in because they're electric and they have to go somewhere and so okay, they would go true. to a recycling yeah. centre. Um, and yeah, I did ask the staff about that, but they didn't really want to go into too much detail. Well, uh, and I was looking through people's baskets and I didn't come across them myself, but yeah, they get lots and lots of them, all different shapes and sizes.
0: Yeah. when When they recycle them, do they like, just like, tart them up and then send them elsewhere. Well,
2: yeah, and or, like sort or, or of like temp, Do they make something My ride, excuse the pun. Um,
0: like could you make like are people buying hoovers that are actually made out of old dildos? Well, well, that the, would be like ingenious.
2: And the thing is, I mean, we're saving the world and a lot of the stuff gets sent <laughs> to China and the Chinese are amazing, they can do all sorts. So I, I wouldn't be That's surprised. Probably what it is.
0: Yeah. You know? They're selling us back our own dildos. Yeah. It's a,
2: it's a new life. It's a,
0: it's a so you did meet an expert in, in, in yes. clearing
2: out your house. Yeah, no, this is, she's the real deal. Yeah. Um, Sarah Reynolds, uh, professional organiser and founder of Organised Chaos. Uh, you know, she would basically go through your house. She would help you with that decision-making process. She would find an easier way. And it's fun, she says. She kind of nudges you towards t- getting rid of difficult things you can't quite get rid of uh, and find that potential space in your home. Um, here is um, Sarah. Sarah.
1: We tend to focus on the items that are hardest for us. So whether it is the bread maker or the books or the CDs. And in my opinion, if you're really trying to make uh, inroads into the decluttering of your house, focus on something that's a little bit easier for you to do. That may be clothes, that may be dishes, I don't know. And that's where you make the inroads because you start to see results and you start to get used to making decisions around decluttering. And then you move to the harder items
2: because some people out there they're listening they can't they just can't do it some people can't even get into their door of their home office because they've so much clutter they just so much stuff
1: yeah and that comes from sometimes it comes from a place of grief um, particularly with relation to hoarding um, now I'm not a psychologist but I know that if you have experienced some sort of loss particularly at a younger age then you find it much more difficult to let go of items our items give us some sort of comfort to us and we can find it hard to explain why that is and we really have to do some soul searching into that as to why do we find it hard and it usually comes back to some sort of loss from a few years ago
2: how do we perhaps not buy the thing in the first place
1: I know well this is the thing and especially if you're struggling with the decluttering don't even let it in the front door the decluttering we we get so bogged down with oh my god this is so difficult to let go of the item but if you didn't buy it in the first place we wouldn't have this decision to make and so it is really questioning and it is so wasteful and especially post covid and during covid we just accumulated so much stuff because there was nothing else to do we did so much online shopping and Again, shopping from a psychological point of view gives a level of comfort. And we have to ask ourselves, what gap are we trying to fulfil here in our souls, really? Because that's what it's coming down to. And that's not an easy thing to face.
0: Oh, God. Uh, So we go from just buying crap you don't need into dystopian despair uh, and uh, the pointless lives uh, we all lead. That was uh, Sarah Reynolds there uh, letting people uh, feel bad about ourselves. A couple of comments on that. uh, that, um, (laughs) Of course, that's about (laughs) the two devices. Annette says, I use my bread maker weekly, especially in summertime. It saves putting on the oven in warm uh, warm weather. I don't buy any bread. It is all homemade in my house. And uh, someone else says, uh, if you're going out for a day's walking, and I'm well known for going out for a day's walking, uh, throw your stew ingredients into the slow cooker. When you return, tired and frozen, your lovely stew will await you. Magic, they say. Fantastic. It's Obviously, there's a degree of smugness in built into these devices that I don't actually have. Henry, thanks a million for coming in to tell us about
1: that. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m.
3: on News Talk.